Welcome to the Drone to 1K podcast, where we learn how successful drone entrepreneurs launch their businesses so you can too. And now, your host, David Young. Hey everyone, welcome to Season 3, Episode 9 of the Drone Launch Academy's Drone to 1K podcast. I'm your host, David Young. We're back almost the end of this season. Um, today we have George Casamichela, or Jorge, if you're saying his name right, Casamichela. He told me I can call him George, so I could do a little bit of both. Um, but George has been working for Drone Launch actually for about two or three years now. Um, he works for us part-time. You may have gotten emails from him. Uh, he does all of our Part 107 support emails and phone calls. So if you call and you say, I need help with Part 107, I've got a question about whatever topic, He's the one talking to you. I think he got like a 95 or 97 on the test or something like that. Super smart guy. Um, but on the side, he has his own drone business. And even before he started working with Drone Launch Academy, he got his Part 107 license and um, was had a business with his drone and a drone service business. So I thought, well, George has passed the 1K mark. Who better to talk to than someone who you might already know? and share his experience, um, again, doing this on the side, kind of being a part of the drone world from each end. So today we're gonna hear from George um, on the podcast. So if you listen to this and you enjoy it, um, if you could, if you email support at dronelaunchacademy.com, uh, he's usually the first one to see that. So you can shoot him a, a what's up or a hello um, and tell him uh, what you thought of the podcast and of his story if you're listening. Uh, for some quick announcements, like normal, if you want a free t-shirt, actually I'm wearing a drone launch t-shirt right now if you're watching this on YouTube, but if you're listening, you can just see the softness on me right now. Um, again, we love these shirts. Uh, I think they cost us like 20 bucks to send, like 15 or 20 bucks. They're not like these little cheap $4 Chinese made shirts. Actually, I don't know where they're made, so don't quote me on that, but they are very soft. Um, and we'll send them to you. We just ask that you take the time to leave a review on, I think Apple Podcasts is the best spot. But if you have another place that you can leave one, go for it. Just screenshot it, send it to us. Um, honest review, tell us what you really think, and we'll uh, send you a shirt just as a thank you for taking the time to do that. Also, if you wanna win a free coaching call with George, um, where he can share with you in more detail how he's gotten to where he's gotten, or just pick his brain or get advice, you can do that through our uh, one question quiz survey thing. Um, it'll be in the YouTube description or in the email announcement uh, for this podcast and um, answer one question, you're entered to win a coaching call with George, um, a mug, a t-shirt, a hat, or a free Drones 101 course. So again, super simple, just a little reward for listening. You have to do that within the first week of the podcast being released um, to get in there. So really been enjoying the coaching calls so far. We're actually gonna start releasing those. We've done a coaching call with each podcast guest and one of the listeners for that podcast. And it's really cool to see um, what people are asking because they're asking things that maybe I wouldn't think of to ask as the podcast host, um, talking real specifically about the problems and details in their business. So it's been really fun for me to kind of be a little bit of a fly on the wall for those conversations. And I'm excited to um, publish those as bonus episodes in between uh, season three and season four. So get in on that. Also, another special thing we have, if you use the, po the promo code, just podcast, all one word, podcast, and go on our site, we have Drones 101, we have Mavic Mini 101, and we're almost done with our brand new course, Mini 2 Mastery. It's gonna be on the uh, the new DJI Mini 2 drone that came out. And it's like an ultimate, where the, the Mavic Mini 101 and Mini 2 Mastery are essentially like ultimate 
user manuals that are very easy to understand. So we've recorded videos on literally every feature on the drone. We give you flight exercises. We show you all the different ways you can use the controller, all the different video settings, how to register your drone. Like if you bought that drone and you're like, hmm, I don't know what I'm doing and I wanna know everything about how to use this drone to its full potential, this is what the course teaches you. And then Drones 101 is just like a really good primer on all drones, the drone industry, um, the potential job applications, the sensors, the motors, how it all works, just kind of like a really good overview of drones in general if you're not as familiar with them. So if you use the word podcast anywhere, so if you go find those, you go to check out, they're normally like 50 bucks-ish, I think. Uh, if you use the word podcast, you can get them for $1, just one buck. No, no like ploy or anything. We don't try to like upsell you a bunch of crap. Um, you just get it and then the course is there and you have it. So it's just a thank you for listening to the podcast and for being a part of the journey and just uh, being supportive. So I really appreciate it. Um, I think that's everything I have in the way of announcements. If you're like one of the people who like listens to this as it comes out, um, quick insider tip, we're gonna be reopening, I guess it's technically always open, we're gonna be doing like a big promo discount thing on um, our Drone to 1K course coming up here in don't quote me, maybe a few weeks, maybe a month, um, whenever I can get my act together and finish up a few things we're adding. Um, so we have some new instructors that we're adding some lessons. Uh, and so I'm really excited to add to the course and kind of re-release another version of it. And we're gonna kick that off uh, with a big discount too. So if you've been waiting to get in, this may be your opportunity to get in. Usually they go on sale for about four days. That's like kind of like our general timeline. Um, so just be on the watch for that. I um, uh, just wanted to give you advance head, heads up, that's all. Um, so I will go ahead and let's get to the podcast episode with uh, Jorge Casamichella. All right, everyone, welcome to the Drone to 1K podcast, season three. Uh, today with me in the podcast studio, we have George Casamichella. Um, George actually works for Drone Launch Academy. Um, you've worked for DLA for, I don't know, two Almost years two years now? now. Yeah, yeah, two years. About, yeah. Um, and so George originally actually followed us on Instagram, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. And we posted some picture about our office, and you're like, hey, I'm in or Orlando, which is like 45 minutes away. Yeah. If you ever need, uh, you know, if you ever help need help or, or whatever, or, yeah. you know, let me know. And I was like, oh, okay, whatever, that's cool. And then, gosh, what was it? A um, couple months later, maybe, yeah. I hit you up and I was like, hey, do you want to do a small project for us? You did mm. that. And then it kind of fizzled out. But then we had yeah. um, someone leave and I needed someone to fill their spot. So you came on board. It's yeah. been awesome. Yeah. But um, so you do work for us part time. Mm -hmm. But on the other side of it, you also, you know, have had your own drone business and your own drone clients and built that yeah. um, to 1K plus, mm. um, which is one of the reasons I was excited about you coming and working for us, right? Because you're actually yeah. in the field doing yeah. it so you can relate to people so yeah. um i thought it'd be great to have you on the show since you have kind of walked to walk and talked to talk so yeah i'm pumped to have you on the show today yeah, i'm excited man yeah. this is my first legit podcast so. <laughs> first legit did you have a first uh, an unlegit podcast kind of yeah it was, it was a little amateur but. <laughs> okay well you know we're extremely professional here okay, with the uh, we do have the nice podcast studio here at our, at our yeah. co-working space which nice. is a step up from from what we've done so yeah. Um, all right, well, let's jump into it. Obviously, you're familiar with the podcast since you've yeah. you know, worked for us and you've heard it before. Um, but if you're new to the podcast, I don't know why you would be tuning into this specific episode. Maybe it's maybe this is the most recent one that's been released. Um, but if you're out there and this is your first episode of the Drone 1K podcast, I'll just give you a quick rundown of what it is. So we interview different drone business owners uh, about their experiences, starting a business, getting clients, um, learning to fly drones, what skills they're acquiring, um, just how they're able to make money with the drone business, right? Because that's what a lot of people want to know how to do. They say, mm -hmm. oh, I've got this drone. I think it's fun. Or maybe they do it for work. 
and then they want to make some money with it. Uh, but then they start and they hit some roadblocks because a lot of people just aren't good at business, just to be yeah. like frank. Um, or they just don't know. They've never done it before. You know, so, mm -hmm. um, so we just kind of have people on the podcast to hopefully shed some light on that and peel back the curtain a little bit <laughs> to hear what people are doing and how they got started. So, yeah. um, so if you're new, that's, that's, that's what we got right going now. on. So we're going to hear from, hear from George. So why don't we rewind? I mean, I might not even know some of this story. Yeah. Um, so let's go back. <laughs> You know, yeah. like how, when did you first start getting into drones? That's always kind of like my first question. Yeah, yeah, a good question. So I went to an art school, so I was a drummer. I was never really into visual arts or anything, but that was always there. And right after high school, me and my dad would, um, well, my dad had this thing where he'd get wholesale from a store, like stuff that people return, mm -hmm. and we'd sell it on eBay. So I was doing that kind of towards the end of high school, figuring out what I was going to do next. Okay. And in Were you guys the, making money doing that? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, it, it was... It was decent money, but it was for him. It was like a side thing for him that gotcha. I was doing. You know, oh, you I were mean? just kind of helping him. Do yeah, this stuff. I like you. he would get the stuff, I would sell it. You know, sure. Go ahead. Um, so in the package one day of whatever we got, we got a little toy drone. Okay. So that was my first exposure to it. You know. Do you remember what kind of drone it was? No, nah, it was some crappy thirty dollar. Yeah. yeah, and it was returned, so it wasn't. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> someone had it used something? it. I don't know. So yeah. what happened is I took it out right to fly it. And right behind my house, I have a little pond. Okay. I can see where this is going. <laughs> so I took it out over the house. You know, I think I had a camera, but you, it wasn't a live feed, you know? Mm -hmm. So you just press record, whatever. And then two minutes into the flight, I'm like, well, this is boring. Let me let me go over the water. Let me take it up a notch. I go over the water, and it fell into the pond. So mm, Classic. I think there was something wrong with it. Mm -hmm. Could have been error. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> But um, so after that, that was actually around Black Friday, probably okay. three years ago, okay. 2017. And my friend, we went Black Friday shopping. He's like, bro, just get a drone, mm. you know, like a, a nice one. At yeah. that time, I think I don't the Mavic wasn't out yet, but they had the Phantom 3 standard. OK, I yeah. remember at GameStop and they had it for like down from 500 to 400. OK, um, so I was like, why not? You know, do so you it. Picked one up. Yeah. So nice. I got one. So that was kind of my first, you know, there was the toy drone for one day. And then that was like, I just jumped right into it. So kind of like three years ago is when you got your first like, yeah. budget drone. Okay. 2017. Yeah. Okay. Like a year after high school. Awesome. So, yeah. so you're only four years out of high school too, right? Yeah. 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 So 2016. Graduate. For those listening, George is a, a young dude. Um, <laughs> yeah. So awesome. So where did it go from there? So you bought a drone, but then were you still just kind of flying around for fun? I guess when did the kind of the realization about you can make money with it kind of come into play. Yeah, so I, from that for like, for like six months to a year, it was kind of just like me traveling, taking, doing little vlogs. Um, I don't think I had a camera yet, but I would use my phone, you know, put little mm -hmm. vlogs together for fun. I had a YouTube and would just put stuff together, you know, mm -hmm. just to kind of get my, my craft up. Sure. And then 2018, no, the end of 2017, I went to Brazil with a friend of mine and I had just gotten the Mavic Pro. So I had the Phantom for a couple months, but I had traveled, and you know, it's like this huge. Well, did, drone. Oh, real quick, didn't you get the Phantom at the end of 2017, or Not is that the, the end, end of 2016? Yeah, you're, yeah, 2016. My okay, bad. okay, my bad. Yeah. So like four years ago. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. I mix that so up. So then, like a year later, yeah, you got yes, the yes. Mavic. Uh, Mavic Pro. Mavic Pro. Okay, okay. Cool. Uh, I Sounds messed good. that up at the end of 2017. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, it's kind of so, like going into 2017 originally, right? Yeah, like kind yeah. Of, Black Friday was the end of 2016. Exactly. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Makes so a sense. couple months after high school, right? So 2017, you know, that year till the next September or so when gotcha. I went to Brazil was okay. kind of just me messing around, messing around, you know, getting sure. videos, no jobs or anything. Mm -hmm. So then I went to Brazil. I had just got the Mavic Mini or the Mavic Pro. Mm -hmm. And um, I was, you know, getting some nice footage, whatever. 
and we went to this like park. It was like a, a monkey park where you can go and okay. play with monkeys or whatever. Uh-huh. This, Sounds was, like a great place for, <laughs> for drones, right? Yeah. It, I mean, it was really, it was a small town. It wasn't like Rio de Janeiro or whatever. It was a tiny town called Orin, Orinjo, Orinjo, something okay. like that. All right. And so I'm flying the drone, and the people working there, they'd never seen a drone, so they're freaking out. <laughs> they're like, oh, my God, what is this yeah. technology, you know? So I flew it, and I was like, hey, well, look, I can put a little video together for you. Mm -hmm. So this is kind of like my first business proposition, you know? Sure. And um, they're like, oh, okay. And then they were telling me, you know, my friend who was there in Brazil, he spoke Portuguese, so he's communicating with them. And he was saying apparently that the mayor in Brazil of that town mm -hmm. wanted, like, some advertising. So I was all excited. I was like, okay, I can get flown back out to brazil you know uh-huh so i was like well look i'll just do this little make you a two minute uh ad or whatever for mm -hmm. free mm -hmm. and you know maybe you can hook me up with the mayor <laughs> did that ever pan out no <laughs> that never panned out i like out, how but... you think this tiny town in brazil is gonna fly you back to from the united states but i mean you never know hey, you never yeah, know yeah okay well, so that was kind of your first taste of like oh people want mm. this yeah yeah okay. that was yeah that was my first kind of business video because before that it was just vlogs you know mm -hmm. so my style was very similar to the vlog style where it was kind of very fast-paced you know um like the video i made for that was just showing someone walking into the park hanging out with the monkeys whatever mm -hmm. something very simple you the know monkeys freak out at the drone they were yeah they were climbing the trees trying to jump at it oh really <laughs> oh geez that's kind of scary but, yeah so that was kind of like my first entry into the business side of it all okay right. so then <clears throat> You get back to the U.S., I'm assuming, and then yeah, are you, did you try to start, Did you? how did that change things for you? Were you thinking now, like, oh, I could go try to get some people, clients, or did it kind of sit for a while? Yeah, that's when I started kind of thinking more seriously, um, because, so that was the end of 2017, so that's probably when I got back, I probably looked up, you know, a drone course, and that's mm -hmm. when I took your course, I think, beginning of 2018. Okay. So I was kind of thinking more about it. Um, so my first kind of run into, like, really directly doing it was, building a portfolio because that was something I learned from school you know seeing mm -hmm. all the visual arts students they always had a portfolio so I was like well I gotta I gotta have something you know because you ask someone hey let me film for you and then you say what have you done right right so my first thing I just filmed my house mm -hmm. good um got some drone footage I had I think I might have had an old Canon rebel camera okay something very simple yeah for the inside yeah okay. yeah cool actually I think I used some of the drone on the inside too you're like carrying it around no, 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 flying it. Oh, flying it? Like our living room is pretty spacious. You okay, know? okay. In the rooms, I, I had like a thing that you put the Mavic in and you hold it. Yeah, like a little so, like uh, like handles on that you can do on it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I put that together and then that was like my portfolio, you know? Mm -hmm. So from there I started, like I remember spending a couple of days that I would just go make cold calls, walk into offices and just say, hey, you know, this is what I got. You just went after it. Yeah. Nice, okay. And how did that go? Did you get some rejection? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Were you, did you have any, now, do you have any type of sales background? Because typically when I hear people do that, they're at least, or at least have some type of background where they're comfortable just like walking mm. up and talking to people. Yeah. Because like a normal person would be like terrified to do that. I mean, like I, yeah. I've been a business owner for several years and that would still kind of like give me some butterflies to be like, oh, I don't want to do that, you know? Um, That's a good question. So um, do you have any like sales background? Not really. So my first job out of high school was working at a, a, a fish store, mm -hmm. but I was doing, it was kind of connected to that online eBay sale. So I was in the back, you know, I wasn't in the sales floor. So I really didn't. I think for me, what, because I'm a very, uh, in, I'm introverted. So mm -hmm. I, that would seem kind of weird for me. Yeah. 
Um, but growing up, like I've always in my church, you know, we, we do our ministry and stuff. So that's okay. just going out. I think that's really what gave me that. So you're confidence. just used to walking up to strangers and talking to them. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Which is funny because I, kn- yeah, I've known you for two years now and you're, yeah. uh, you're like usually pretty reserved and, you know, like, yeah. you know, chill guy. I just <laughs> seeing the version of George just like walking up and being like, Hey, what's up? You know? Yeah. Uh, so that makes sense. So you're kind of used to talking to strangers that way. So. Yeah, yeah. So it's a little bit more comfortable for you probably than maybe the, an average Joe who's just not ever done it. You know? Yeah. So. I mean, it took a push, but you know. Sure. Well, still, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So, you, so you got, you went out. Mm-hmm. Tell us about the, do you, re- do you remember the very first person you approached about drone services, like walking into an office or cold calling someone? I think yeah, the first, because I, I started where I live is near downtown Kissimmee, so I remember one office there that I went into, but it was like a not Keller Williams, some type of... Some uh, like big box type of... Yeah, okay. and I walked into the front desk and I just said, hey, you know... I'm George! Just, <laughs> just like, hey, I'm offering real estate services, you know, making videos. Is there anyone I can talk to? Uh-huh. I think n- nothing happened. Like that was they your just, pitch? Is just, hey, is there anybody I can talk to? Yeah. What'd they say? So they said no one was there at the time, and they gave me some cards. Most of the most Classic. of the most yeah. of that day was that, you know. Okay. Like nothing. So not like flat out rejection, but just kind of like a like a bump yeah. kind of thing. Like yeah. push. Like they never would say no, get out of here. You know. Right. right. It was kind of just like, I mean, because I'm just coming at a random time. I sure. didn't you prepare, you know, so I didn't expect them to have a meeting of people, you know, ready sure. for me. So they would say, um, oh, here's a card, you can contact them, and then I would go home and email, you know? And would they ever, was that just like sending an email to a black hole, or did anybody ever follow up with you? A couple, yeah. Mostly the ones that came out of that, like me going into the office or whatever, is if I saw them face-to-face, and then maybe we set something up later to come back, you know, and discuss. But through direct email was usually not the best. Right, because they just like, who's this random guy emailing me? Exactly, yeah. yeah. I think that's something that's hard to... We've heard stories of other people, right, who are just like, yeah. I, I emailed 300 people and nobody got back to me. It's like, well, you yeah. copied and pasted the same impersonal email exactly. 300 times. Yeah. And it's just like people get so much junk that yeah. in their email. It's just like it's hard to stand out. So, yeah, yeah cool. So so do you remember the first one that said, or how did you get that first client to say, like, yeah, let me give you some money and first, let's do this? That's a good question. I got to think about that. Let's see. I think some uh, well, one strategy that worked really was um, – a handful of those clients I would offer the first job for free, you know, because I'm this is right off the bat, mm-hmm. brand new, you know. So what I did, though, is I had packages like I, I I structured it. So like, you know, one, two, three. These are my three different options. I've had, you know, that since the beginning. Mm-hmm. This is what I offer. But, hey, I'll do the first one for free. Mm-hmm. So kind of take a little bit of pressure off a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And so did you have someone take you up on that? The first. Yeah. Different? And then yeah. was that like a video tour? Or what was it? Yeah, that was, they got the middle package, which was pictures and video. Um, like indoor and outdoor? Like mm-hmm. you, do, you did like all the real estate photos for it? Everything, yeah. Okay. But see, the problem was I wasn't an editor. Like okay. I didn't have Lightroom or anything. <laughs> so what I would do is I would, I think I had Lightroom on my phone. Okay. I would take all the pictures, put it on my phone, and just press the auto button. <laughs> So the drone pictures. You're advertising, you know, oh, listen, you know, fully edited photo. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, a lot of times that does a pretty decent job. Light, Lightroom's pretty good. That's yeah. It. The drone photos were decent. Uh-huh. Looking back, the inside the were horrible. Was it just, was it the way you set it up or was it just the editing? Uh, just the lighting and, you know, like the angles were good. I feel like that was something that was always decent. At. It was pretty simple to get nice angles that look good. Mm-hmm. But just the editing, that was never my thing, you know? So getting nice lighting. Were you taking raw photos or were these just JPEGs? I think JPEG, yeah. Okay. 
super professional. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But everything was very dark, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Were they, did they complain? They, they wouldn't say nothing, but I didn't get another job. <laughs> they didn't call you back? <laughs> Not from those first few, you know? Okay. So well, that, you know, le- you're learning. You're learning. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But did they, so those were the free ones? Yeah. Okay. Like the first couple were kind of just like a free one. And mm-hmm. then I remember one realtor, I did one for free and she was like, hey, well, I have this one right next door. We can do it. Can we do it for half off? And I was like, okay, because we did it in the same day, you know? Okay. So for me, even going out in a day to make 150 you know, it's that a, point was probably pretty decent. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Nice, because it was the full package, three hundred. Three, yeah, three hundred. And that's what did that include? So that came with a video. Um, I yeah, I like to keep it short, just like sixty to ninety seconds for the video, and then I believe I started doing thirty photos. Okay. Now I do a little more, but then it was about thirty photos, so a mix of inside and drone. You know, mm-hmm. depending on how many drone they wanted, most people only want five to ten. You know. Mm-hmm. So that was that was the middle package, which is the one really I wanted people to pick. Yeah, and what was like the top package? The top was not that much different. Like I put this off of based on YouTube videos I saw. Okay. So it was like four fifty, and the only difference was I would do it at sun. What they call that golden oh, like, hour? Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, then I would offer, you know, I would put in the little package thing. I put a twenty four hour guarantee, gotcha. which typically the middle one would still have that, but mm-hmm. now they're you know. But so. it just seems like if you kind of, there's some psychological stuff with that too, like yeah. having a, a high price on the top end because it just feels like even if they're close in services, you're like, oh, mm. well, that's 450 and this one's only 300 and they're pretty close. Like it seems like a good deal, you know? Yeah. Cool. Exactly. Um, nice. All right. So you had that first paying job that came from a free gig kind of just on the same day. Yeah. Did that person, uh, how, where did it go from there? So from there, it was kind of just like a lot of, I didn't do a whole lot of the cold that day when I was walking into office. I didn't do a whole lot of that. Um, but that was kind of just me put jumping in the pool to get comfortable, yeah, you know, sure. with, with the business aspect of it. From there, it was I printed my business cards. I was going out, handing them out, um, referrals, you know, one realtor would talk to another, that kind of thing. So at first it wasn't, like I said, since my editing wasn't so great, mm-hmm. it, I had a lot of different clients, which understandable because I, I wasn't really editing, you know. So what, what really changed it there is when I got someone to do the editing for me. When you said you got a lot of different clients, what do you mean? Like the first couple were, they weren't coming back because my editing wasn't so. Oh, you're saying you're having to like go get more and more new clients because people aren't returning because exactly. your stuff wasn't that good. <laughs> exactly. Okay, okay. So okay. That, that for me at that point, you know, for six months or so was like building my portfolio, you know. Sure, and just kind of getting better probably. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. And then you found someone specifically to do editing for you or did you learn it yourself? No, I never really learned. I just had a good friend mm-hmm. who I would kind of have them do the work, pay them, you know. Gotcha. Um, now I have an editor who's in India, so okay. that's that works better because then they work in the day for them, which is night for me, right? Sure. So I film the job, send it over, they're working on it in the morning, it's done. You Are know? they editing the video? Not the video, photos. Oh, photos. photos. Videos, gotcha. I, I still do videos. Okay, so you can edit your own videos. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Videos, yeah. And then um, talk a little bit about how did you find that person in India? It's just like a service or what? Yeah, I just went online on, on Google, you know, put editing photos overseas, you know, and they just came up. They had a nice website, um, Artalona or something like that. What is it called? Ar- Artalona. Okay. I believe Artalona. And, um, yeah, I emailed them and it was very quick. The communication, they're like, yeah, just send us the job. You send them a Google, Google drive mm-hmm. link. They edit it. And the next morning they send you Dropbox and sweet. How much is it expensive or what's the pricing like? No, it's 
it's like per photo, you know? Yeah. So depending on, um, you know, however many photos you're sending them, let's say like typically a dollar to two per photo. Okay. So but for like a, for like a full job, let's say you're 30 photos, that's like 30 bucks. Yeah. Which, you know, what if it's like 300? Well, how much do you, how much do you charge just for photos? Typically I, I really, or do you just, just only do, do, do both? Gotcha. Usually. Um, the other day I, I did actually do just photos. So I charge 150 for 30 photos. Gotcha. And then, so, I mean, if it was 30 bucks, 30 photos, I mean, that's like 20%. I mean, it's all right. I mean, at least you're not, especially if it's nothing you like doing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, now I've got Lightroom now because, you know. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll talk. Yeah, we can get into that in a second. So So that's hopefully something I'll get better at. (laughs) Yeah. So George is alluding to something. So, um I don't know. I don't know if you guys are familiar. If if you've been listening to this podcast, we actually started a course or a program at Drone Launch Academy called Drone to One K. Um, this is not going to be like an ad for the program or anything, but just to help give you some context. <laughs> yeah. And we teach people how to start drone businesses, right? So we've partnered with a couple former podcast guests, um, some of the ones that were kind of doing six figures with their drone business, and then you know an accountant and an SEO person and a Google Ads expert, and kind of bring all these experts together to teach you kind of from scratch how to start a profitable drill business that makes at least a thousand dollars a month that's kind of the goal so with that a while back we started and i say we i mean just me at drone launch started a company um a a drone company to to test things out right because hey we're teaching people stuff and i wanted to learn more and test things out on the marketing the business development side of things Mm -hmm. so um so i started this drone company we got work and quickly like got a thousand dollars in a month of work Mm -hmm. um because i just want to be like hey you know, this is what these people are teaching is, you know, possible. What we're teaching to people with our guest instructors and all that. Mm-hmm. So we started this company is going well, but I was like, I can't, <laughs> I can't m- do the webs like do the marketing, get clients and fulfill the clients and yeah. still run drill launch. Academy. It was just like too, it was just too, too much. much. Um, so I was trying to think like, man, what should I do? So I talked to another um, drone business in town mm-hmm. and I was like, Hey, listen, like I don't have time to f- like actually fill these drone jobs. I just have this company mm-hmm. so that I can, test out marketing uh, like strategies to get clients mm-hmm. um, and then teach those to people, right? Yeah. And so um, I approached them about it and they were like, oh, I don't know, you know, we're pretty busy. I don't know, they were, I'm like, why would you turn down, well, turn down clients, but whatever. Yeah. So they they kind of seemed interested and then, mm-hmm. I don't know, they were, yeah, anyways. <laughs> so um, oh, that didn't work out immediately. So I was like, well, I'll just keep doing it for now. And then I was talking yeah. to George, and I was like, oh, George, like you're part one seven pilot. <laughs> You do this on the side anyways. I was yeah. like, why did I think of that? So George kind of partnered up with me. And so now with the, our drone business, um, you know, I do the business development and marketing stuff. Yeah. And George does all the flying and editing and, you know, all the, the service delivery part of it. So he has, yeah. so he partners with me on that in addition to having his own business, in addition to also working part-time for Drone Launch Academy. So you yeah. got your hands in a lot, of, in a lot of jars. A lot of different, yeah. But when we were doing it, I was like, hey, George, you know, do you have uh, Lightroom and Photoshop? And he's like, oh, no, I don't. I was like, how do you have a drone business and you have Lightroom or Photoshop? He's yeah. like, I just outsource it. So anyways, yeah. so he's got that now. Uh, now I'm going to work on it. Yeah, and he's been doing that. But hey, it just goes to show you, listen, like if you're not a professional every single aspect, there are definitely ways you can work around it, right? Yeah. You know, I know um, other people we've had on the podcast, these video editing services, there's stuff like mm. Video Husky. Yeah. I mean, it kind of costs a lot, um, yeah. but if you have enough volume, it makes sense, right? Like the cheapest option, things like 350 a month or 375. Yeah. And that's three days a week, yeah. every week, full, like for the entire day of video editing. So yeah. if you have enough, if you're getting several jobs a month, you know, I'm yeah. not gonna I mean, that's the price of one, you know, one right, job. Right, right. So, so if you're doing several jobs a month and you don't like video editing, that's an option for you. Yeah. There's people in India that'll edit 
you know, photos for fairly cheap. Yeah. Another one I think we've used before was it Box Brownie? Yeah. Brownie I think box, they're from Australia. Brownie. Yeah, there's another one. Mm-hmm. I think it was slightly more expensive, but they yeah. do some pretty decent stuff. So there's some options yeah. out there, you know, if you, mm-hmm. if you aren't good at everything, you just want to fly the drone. So, yeah. Cool. Anyways, yeah. just wanted to put that caveat out there and give you a little backstory <laughs> as to what you were just talking about, um, why he just now is getting uh, Lightroom and Photoshop. Yeah. So. Cool. All right. Well, let's let's dive back into your story here. So mm-hmm. you um, got some initial clients, mm-hmm. um, kind of put your packages together. You built your portfolio. Kind of just yeah. keep, let, keep taking this on your path. Like where, <laughs> where, where, where did it okay. go from there? Yeah. So it just kept growing. You know, it wasn't just real estate. You know, it was different things. I, <clears throat> at first, based on the stuff that I had done, you know, in my vlogs, whatever, I would, you know, I was trying to get some ads to do uh, weddings, you know. Mm-hmm. Now, weddings are good money, but that's just a whole nother beast because it's like a lot of people typically will just just do weddings, you know, because mm-hmm. it, it's so it's, it's, it's a different thing because it's you're with people, you know. So for me, I always preferred the real estate side of things. <laughs> you don't have to talk to people. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, it wasn't, you know, those jobs would those were mostly like friends and friends of friends, you know. Yeah. Like someone's you had some connections to. Yeah. Which honestly, exactly. especially when you're first starting out in an industry. It's probably going to be that no matter what, you know. What I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's why. Were want. you doing photographs and video and all that stuff for the no, wedding? No, for the for the wedding it was just video. But you were doing video on the ground as well as as, yeah. as drone video. Yeah. Okay. Just everything video. Um, <clears throat> but I'd keep it very short. You know, a lot of people make an hour long wedding video. I just I did six to eight minute highlight reel. That's it because okay. that's what, that you're not going to sit back. I mean. I haven't been married yet, so. I <laughs> but I don't think you're gonna you can't sit imagine back and, watching an hour long. Yeah, video you know, and people want to share it on social media, or yeah, whatever. So something, sense. something short, you know. I got a good amount of those, which that was always, you know, you know, eight hundred dollar package. You know, that's mm. that's plenty for a week. You know, so sure. you can just focus on that. So, so you, so you would sell, so you'd sell like a package of eight hundred bucks. Not like when you were just closer to the beginning of your stuff, too, right? Yeah. I mean, my packages... At least for wedding videos. Yeah, for wedding, yeah. I mean, my packages haven't changed a whole lot. Like, the first wedding I did was some friends, good friends I knew, so I showed them my packages, and they Mm kind of were backed out a little bit, which my packages compared to typical wedding videographers. Oh, wedding videos can be crazy expensive. Yeah, five. I mean, there's... There's no there's no ceiling, but I would say typically people are paying at least a thousand to four thousand, five thousand dollars. Definitely, yeah. So, you know, six, seven hundred, which is a big chunk of change, but compared to that, it's not oh, bad, you know. Sure, for sure. Even though I, you know, I'm just starting out, whatever. But so anyways, I ended up giving them a discounted price, you know, and that was kinda like my first official wedding, you know. Mm-hmm. And then from there it was like, Okay, well now I have something under my belt that sure. look, I did this, you know. Yeah. Um sure it's a little bit of a confidence boost too, you know. Somebody yeah. paid me for this, you know, yeah. 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 You're like, okay, and they liked, you know, they loved it. And yeah. so it makes you feel more confident because like, oh I'm decent at this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't suck that yeah. bad. Yeah. Awesome. So uh, did you do more weddings? Some. That's probably like the least mm-hmm. of my what I did, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely did, you know, do a handful. I just really tried to focus on real estate, though. Okay. But, uh, you know, this is kind of going to make sense as to why I didn't do more editing. Because a lot of my clients were, I'd have like bigger clients where I would just film for them. For example, one company I found on Craigslist, I think, was based out of California mm-hmm. called Lemon Light. And they would shoot production videos all over the U.S. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times they just wanted someone just to go out to whatever it was. They'd have a whole team and I would just be the drone guy. Okay. You know, so like one time I went out to, I don't know what city, but like this this big old farm area. And I was there and I was just doing the drone. Gotcha. Just getting drone footage as much as I could on site, maybe two, three hours. Mm-hmm. They paid for a hotel. 
it was like 350 for the gig. I mean, it was it was good, you nice. know, good money. So different clients like that where it was like, I would just film, mm -hmm. give them the stuff, and they do what they want. Yeah. You know? So kind of like bigger operations where they just need you as like a, uh, just the drone piece. Yeah. Which I feel like yeah. that's a little bit harder to find sometimes. Or people, I feel yeah. like a lot of people look for that and want that, but yeah. they sometimes have a hard time finding it because yeah. realtors or people like that, they want like a more of a full package. It kind of seems like that. So, yeah. So, how did you, you said you just found that on Craigslist? Yeah. You just kind of glossed over that. Why don't you talk about that a little bit more? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At first, I would, I mean, I probably, like I said, all my knowledge really came from YouTube. So <laughs> okay. whatever video I saw, you know, someone said, hey, go to Craigslist, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and I would kind of, you know, you can put a keyword in, you know. So I put drones and then I have it send emails to me. So every time I would, there would be a new job in my area that had a drone keyword, I mm -hmm. get an email. Oh, gotcha. I still do. Yeah. And so I could check it out, you know, see what it was about. So I got a few clients through that that were that kind of job. You know, there's a Cause there's a lot of businesses like that on a national level where they're just doing jobs. I mean, it's kind of similar to, you know, droners.io, which is maybe not the best paying, sure. you know, mm -hmm. to, to get a job like that. But through Craigslist, it was a little different because it was a little more. We've not taken a cut. Nobody's taking a cut in the middle. Yeah, there's, yeah, exactly. No middleman. So, um, so that's really how I would get, you know, a good amount of clients through that. Just through Craigslist like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How many clients would you say you got through Craigslist? Like big ones like that. They oh, were just any client over the last say, two years that you've been doing stuff. 20, 30. Really? 20 or 30 yeah. through Craigslist? Just from the from the drone keyword? Yeah. And then just following up quick or not even following up quick? Yeah. Yeah. It had to be pretty quick. Okay. It, yeah. But yeah, a good amount. I That's mean. That's awesome. A, All right. A, well, if you're listening out there, hot tip, go to Craigslist, <laughs> yeah. create a search alert mm. for drone. Yeah. Uh, I think you have to just create an account. I've done this yeah. once. You create an account. You can go up by the search bar. I think there's some like you can like hit like save or something like that. Yeah, you can Google like an address. email alert. Yeah, email alert. Yeah, and then punch yeah. in drone or drones. And I guess drone would cover it, right? Yeah, I put you could put different keywords. I put drone, maybe aerial. You know, mm -hmm. if you wanted to do photography type of stuff, put that. You know, nice. But for that part, I just did the drone stuff cool. there. Awesome. Yeah. So that well, 20, 30 clients, that's really good. Yeah. Especially for something that's a free lead source that takes probably five minutes to set up, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You just get emails coming in with leads and Sweet. <laughs> you didn't do much. So. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, all right. So you've got that. You're kind of, tell us about some of the other clients you've worked with. Yeah. So there's some where I would kind of just like, um, a lot of it I was doing actually, uh, which we've talked about before with Access Aerial is um, land, filming land parcels. Uh -huh. So that's another kind of national type level thing where, you got this company in Colorado and they're selling vacant lots of land, mm -hmm. you know, and they want someone to go out, take pictures of it, you know? So that was, I'd probably say I had three or four different clients like that, mm -hmm. you know, where it was just like, Hey, here are the GPS coordinates. I need you to go out. And a lot of them were very basic. Like literally you can take your phone. I didn't need the camera or anything like my iPhone, you know, mm -hmm. take 10 pictures from the floor, mm -hmm. um, give us, Aerial footage was actually always like the extra for them, you know, like, mm. hey, we'll give you a bonus if you have a drone, but that wasn't really what they were focused on, you know. Mm. Um, so I'd get some pictures with the phone and then with my camera, maybe do some ground videos like they just wanted to see a video like what's in front of the property, you know. Mm -hmm. So that was very simple. No editing once again, you know. Yeah. Take the footage, send it to them. You just somehow are able to find all the jobs <laughs> that exist that don't require no editing. editing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Awesome. Okay, so you got the real estate jobs, you've done some land jobs, mm -hmm. um, just kind of other kind of production work for people that's drone only and no editing. <laughs> um, is that about cover the breadth of you, the clients that you've brought in or that you've worked with? 
for the most part as far as like bringing in in the money you know mm -hmm. like i would focus on that but also kind of like with the brazil scenario where i was doing like ad stuff mm -hmm. that was kind of to help build my credibility in my portfolio kind of like shooting like shooting a commercial for someone yeah. yeah or even like you know i had instagram and that kind of helped me to to just build a little bit of a following and so like one time i went out to this new lexus dealership you know there by universal on i4 mm -hmm. beautiful real nice nice place and you know the airspace is is open so i went out took a video okay of the dealership you know didn't get too close or anything made a little ad you know okay <laughs> put it on my instagram and that kind of built my credibility you know because yeah. i didn't do a job for them but it kind of you know what i mean it, yeah you just, it just you showed what kind of work you can do exactly sure. yeah so i I didn't get too many clients on, as far as advertisements, mm -hmm. just because a lot of times it seemed like, you know, they wanted whole production teams and something sure. a little higher up, you know. Not necessarily what you were at or aiming to do at that point. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Cool. So, so as, on the real estate side, do you have any realtors that you work continuously with now, or are they just usually kind of more quick one-time jobs? Yeah, now I have, you know, a good amount of, of, of realtors that I stick with, especially, I mean, since you know I was out of town for some months, Mm -hmm. So that kind of threw it out a little because I had a good friend, the one who started doing the editing. Mm -hmm. He also went out of town around the same time that I did. Mm -hmm. So he had a list of clients that he was like, hey, I'm not coming back. You know, here, you can have them all. But then at the same time, I went to Thailand for three months. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it was kind of like I couldn't really follow up with them so gotcha. much. Um, but when I got back, you know, I followed up with a couple of them. That's kind of my goal now, you know, because now I have decent editing capabilities you know mm -hmm. with yeah, my yeah. team we could say yeah so like i have one good friend you know he, he's someone that I've, I've known for a while but he's a realtor and pretty consistent you know every m month or so he's got a job you know that okay i'm getting the 300 dollars package you know what you're doing you know here's the address and we get cool. it done you know nice and then from there you know he, he's got my business cards kind of handing them out that kind of thing so so you kind of went away for a while came back and are kind of spooling it up a little bit spooling it up again have some kind of consistent mm -hmm. stuff trickling in yeah and this is just something i mean you're doing it on the side because you work for yeah. me on the side and then you also help with um our access aerial stuff which we're just kind of starting to ramp up now too yeah um exactly. so you have kind of like a lot of different things going on. so it's kind of nice that you have some diversity in where your income's coming from your revenue too, yeah so. cool and i just want to add i think it's nice like you know for a lot of people maybe who the reason they're doing this is they're trying to get out of that nine to five mold right and it's allowed me that flexibility you know even before i was working for you when i was kind of mm -hmm. You know, you can, someone says, hey, I need this done. I'm sorry, I'm out of time. You know what I mean? Like, not that you want to be rejecting jobs, but... But you can if you need to. Exactly, yeah. you know? You have that flexibility. It's not like I have to put in my my request for a two-week vacation or, right. you know what I mean? So it allows for that, which, you know, if that's why you're doing this, then it has that potential, you know? Mm -hmm. Even when I was in Thailand, there was some jobs where some clients that I had that would come to me and I had a friend of mine film them well, they were here, you know, mm -hmm. and I would get maybe half of that just for the communication, you know? Sure. Yeah. Well, you're just like your client and you're kind of outsourcing the actual fulfillment of it. So exactly. Yeah. yeah. Cool. That makes so. sense. Um, so if you were starting over again, well, mm -hmm. I sometimes like to get go on these scenarios. So if you're starting over or you're talking to someone who's just starting out and they're like, mm -hmm. George, like I'm, I just got my drone. I got my part one seven license or my remote pilot certificate. Yeah. You know, what, what should I do, man? I don't, I don't know. Like, I'm scared to talk to people, and I don't know how to get clients. Please help me, George. Yeah. What do you say? Good question. Definitely learn how to edit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, because, 
I mean, I found a good amount of things I was doing to get clients was working, but uh -huh. to keep them, you know? Yeah, okay. So if you know what you're, you know, or, work on your skills, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Or even if you're, if, you know, like I'm doing now, outsourcing, do that right from the front. Mm -hmm. if, if you're, you know, working on your editing skills while you're figuring that out, at least have someone outsourcing, even if it's making you make less money or sometimes breaking even, mm -hmm. you rather have good, uh, what's the word, a good product to keep your clients, right? Because, mm -hmm. yeah, that first job you get all the money and it was horrible and that client's not coming back. Right. As opposed to you outsource, you didn't make any money, but now that client's going to come back five more times, you know? Yeah, and then maybe you can be the editor then after that, as long as you can, yeah. I guess, make sure it's as good or almost <laughs> as good as what you gave them previously. So exactly. It's like yeah. jobs one and two are great, and then it's like, <laughs> wow, what, ha what happened? Yeah. Keep no. the skills good. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, that makes sense. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, and then for, so that's kind of like on the keeping clients side of things. Yeah. Uh, I guess on the getting clients, you had a really, I feel like, a, a good suggestion with the uh, Craigslist alerts, but mm. any other... Would you, if you if you were gonna do it over again, would you still go try to walk into offices and talk to them, or were you kind of like that wasn't that fruitful? I think I would, based on what I've heard, you know, from other people, you know, from the course and different podcast guests and stuff. Like, I just never had the time to go back and do this, but like the idea of going into a real estate office, being more professional and setting up some type of meeting, you know, mm -hmm. like hey, I can show you, um, you know, because one one of my friends who's a realtor works at an, an office, and he was saying. You know, currently I have somebody, but we could set you up to come back um, and talk to the group. But this was right before COVID, so yeah. it kind of never came to fru fruition. But something like that, like if gotcha. I knew that was a thing, yeah, I would have said, hey, you know, I would say to could someone who's starting, do that. Yeah. You know, because yeah. that seems like a lot of potential there where you're going in and now you got 10 people you can talk right, to. Where you're kind of presenting at one of their trainings. Yeah. Because yeah. if, if you guys are unfamiliar with this, um, typically... Real estate offices will have monthly or biweekly or periodic trainings mm -hmm. where all their agents come in and they teach them something. So you can teach yeah. them, hey, here's the legalities of drone laws or here's how to use a drone or whatever, you know, kind mm -hmm. of a little more helpful informational thing. And then you can, yeah. you know, pitch a little bit at the end. But yeah. you don't want to just walk in there and just straight pitch for 45 minutes because people are going to get a little bit annoyed with that. But yeah. if you have something good to say and something to teach, then yeah, cool. Exactly, yeah. Awesome. Well, George, um, if people are going to be looking for your informa information about your business or just about you, yeah. um, what's a good place for them to kind of look you up or find more or get in touch with you? Uh, really, YouTube is where I put all my work. Um, mm -hmm. If you look up JFC Productions on YouTube, okay. that's where I put most of my stuff. I have a website. Like I said, since I came back from Thailand, I, I wasn't pushing it too much, so I haven't set up my, my new domain. So I have it like under Wix, but... Mm -hmm. <laughs> I probably got to buy the you know the domain and, and mm -hmm. set it up with that, but but yeah. that's kind of impressive. Still, that you got all these clients and did all that work without really even having a, a legit website, or did you have one at the time? I had one, but you mean before? Yeah, I mean just all the clients that you've been getting. I had one, but not oh, a okay. whole lot came through it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like but I, I mean, never... you had somewhere to send people if they wanted to look. Yeah, at something. okay. Yeah, I just before I had it under my domain, and then since I went to Thailand, I just you know I started working with you. I wasn't as focused on it, so. Gotcha. I, I didn't renew the domain or oh, the website. So now I have the free website packet. You know what I mean? Oh, where it's like wix.com yeah, slash, you know, slash drone. Yeah, I see, I see. Okay, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. So you can reset that back up. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay, cool. Um, but YouTube, you said, JFC yeah. Productions. JFC Productions on YouTube. That's You'll see all my, you know, I have it categorized in a playlist with the different stuff. And nice. And then your drill launch email is just george at drone, uh, J-O-R-G-E at dronelaunchacademy.com. Yep. So I know people can hit you up there. Yeah. <laughs> Cool. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining us, George. I uh, no hope problem. you all enjoyed 
uh, hearing from George, getting to know George a little better. I, we didn't mention this, but George actually answers all the emails <laughs> that come in to support at drillnotchacademy.com. So if you've ever yep. emailed support, um, you're actually talking to George, who you just yep. listened to That's for right. you know, 30 minutes, 45 minutes. So yeah. um, cool. Well, thanks for coming on. Yeah. Thanks for telling your story. And uh, I'm glad you're part of the drone launch team. And uh, it's good to dig into kind of how you got started and in, in just making money with drones. Yeah, thank, thank you. I appreciate it. And thanks for having me on. Well, everyone, I hope you enjoyed that podcast episode with Jorge Casamichela. Um, I really love George. He's a great guy. Love working with him. Um, he's a hard worker here. He's creating a lot of the new courses that we're putting out, these mini courses. So the Mini 2 Mastery, um, George worked really hard on that. The uh, Mavic Mini 101 course, George really diving into these drones, making these good resources for you all, and um, sharing a lot of insight from how he started his business, what he does, um, and how he built it. And so um, I hope you appreciated that and got some good information um, out of that podcast. Again, if you want to say hey to George, if you email us, support at dronelaunchacademy.com, that goes uh, well, it goes to like our Zendesk, you know, ticket service thing, but um, George is the one who checks those first. So uh, he'll see those and he can reply to you and say what's up. So feel free to drop George a line and say, hey, uh, next week, last episode of the podcast for this season. Sad day. But I heard your cries for more content from uh, last time. We were like, hey, when's the next season coming out? Hey, when's the next season coming out? Um, and so we got those bonus episodes I mentioned at the very beginning of this podcast. We're doing the coaching calls and all that. So if you want to get a coaching call, remember, go to the link that uh, was in the email that announced this podcast, and you can fill out that one question um, to get in on a free coaching call uh, with George and win some other swag. But we're going to be releasing all those as bonus content in between seasons. So we'll have probably full 10 weeks. Uh, they'll be shorter, like 10, 15, 20 minutes. Um Q&A, the podcast guests, talking to podcast listeners, just sharing their experience, what they do. It's almost like a deeper dive into the podcast. So I've really enjoyed it. Um, so we'll have that, and then we'll come out with season four. Uh, whenever we're done recording, I think we've got five episodes recorded now, five or six as of this moment. Um, so I'll, we'll be finishing those up and releasing them. If you know of someone who you think might be a good fit for the podcast, feel free to reach out to us. Again, you can shoot that to support at drillnotchacademy.com. Um, George can take a look at that. And, uh, and we'll let you know. And we're always looking for good guests. If you're past that 1K mark, if you've started a business, if you make $100,000 with drones, that's great. If you make 1000 a month, that's cool too. If you've got a good story and other people can be inspired by that or you're in a unique industry or anything like that, we want to hear from you uh, and have you on. Um, I'm really excited because we have someone I think was like, hey, I started listening to your podcast and then I started a drone business and now I'm at 1K and can I come on? And I was like, oh, that's awesome. So someone who listened to the podcast, implemented stuff, and is now at the point where they qualify for the podcast. So we brought them on for season uh, four. I'm excited to you know, share some of that stuff with you. Um, yeah, it's just going to be good. So thanks again for listening. Remember the promo code podcast for some of those other goodies I mentioned at the beginning of the episode. Um, love you guys. Take care. See you next week.